Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash nuclear revenge. Now, if you're a fan of pro revenge, trust me, nuclear revenge is that, but it's just up another level. Now, today's story is no different it is so incredible the revenge is so severe and so well planned out and so well you know established throughout a number of years really that this is actually going to be a two-part video such as the length and detail that has gone into this story of revenge so without further ado let's jump into the story and find out how one genius man enacted possibly one of the best revenges i've ever seen on his cheating wife I fooled my cheating soon-to-be ex-wife into thinking I was cheating. Then thermonuclear shinobi ghosted and served her Christmas Day. I hope you've got some time and a snack because this one is going to be super long as the events that follow span from late 2019 to just last week. Okay, so here's the backstory. My significant other was my high school sweetheart. We started dating in 1992 when we were both 17. We're both 45 now, and we've been together ever since. She's the only woman I've ever been with my entire life. We married five years later at 22, fresh out of college. A year later, we had our first of two children, both boys, 22 and 17 now. 23 years I gave to her, built her a house, worked my butt off to give her the life she wanted. Sure, we had rough patches, but what marriage doesn't? Even in the worst of times, we found a way to pull through and come out the other side better, which made the discovery of her affair that much more jarring. Flashback to March 2020, when I first got the feeling something was off. For a good two months prior, we were in a funk. I was on the mend from reconstructive knee surgery, I blew out my ACL in the fall of 2019, but still lacking in movements. At the time, I had only about 55% range of motion in my knee. This took a toll on quite a lot in the house. I was out on workers' comp as I had been injured on the job, and I was unable to do my usual household duties, so a lot got backed up. My sons would do what they could, but tasks only I was capable of doing had to be put on the back burner, or my wife had to do, which she wasn't pleased with. Things also crawled to a standstill in the bedroom between us. It had already slowed down prior to my injury, but in the state I was in at the time, it completely stopped. During these months, my wife, we'll call her Sue, was spending more time hanging with co-workers after work. Between November 2019 to March 2020, it was actually a regular occurrence for her. Naturally, I thought nothing of it. I've never in the 23 years I've been with her had any reason to worry or not trust her. She has her friends, I have mine, and we have mutual. I'd go hang out with my friends all the time and there was no issue. It was all above board. It was around January of this year that I noticed, though, something odd. Sue started getting noticeably distant with me. Sure, we were in a funk, but she'd never deny me affection to that point. The usual hugs and kisses she'd give me came to a halt. Her phone was attached to her hand long before my suspicion grew, but she'd always share and show me things she discovered on the web. DIY ideas and recipes on Pinterest, memes, all kinds of stuff. But she was now being guarded about her phone. Even her interactions with me became more snippy as if she just couldn't be bothered. 
So we're now in March 2020. COVID has arrived and New York City is in lockdown. Our chosen careers fall under the essential designation, so neither of us have to work from home. I'd just been recently cleared to return to work after five months on the shelf, and I was eager to get back after it, as five months on my butt rehabbing my knee and not being able to do physical stuff drove me nuts. For context, I enjoy physical activities. I'm an avid martial artist, and I'm typically in the gym four days a week on top of all the home projects I did. Within a week or two of the lockdown, my wife alerts me that she's going to have to start putting in extra hours. Again, I think nothing of this because of her field. Of course, I was under the assumption it would be every other day, but no, it was every day and not just an hour or two. She'd come home three or more hours later and go straight to the shower, spend a little time with me, a little time with our 17-year-old, our 22-year-old lives with his girlfriend across town, and then go to bed. As I'm able to support myself on my knee better, we started getting intimate again. But as you probably guess, she wasn't mentally or emotionally present for it, which I noticed quickly. So, by early April, the picture started getting clearer to me. All of the signs were pointing to the idea that she was having an affair. Now that's when I decided I needed to find answers. So I scoured the internet on things I should be looking for. Signs of infidelity in one's partner. And sure enough, she was pretty much ticking all of the boxes on such behavior. So then my search inquiry advanced as to how I should find proof. I started with her social media. Looking at her Facebook entries from months prior, it's pretty much the usual. Pics of us and our sons, pics with her and her friends, and more than a few pics of her nights out with co-workers. In these pics, it's a mixed bag of her closest friends from work and a couple folks I've never met from her work. But I see one recurring thing in a number of these pictures. One guy. In every picture he's in, he's rather uncomfortably close to her. His arm around her shoulder or his hand on her lower back, way too close for a guy I've never personally met. Needless to say, that put a sour taste in my mouth. But that wasn't the worst of it. No, no, no. The worst was the fact that apparently this dude is a friend of hers on Facebook and follows her on Instagram. So I go to look up his FB account and wouldn't you know it, I'm blocked. Why the heck am I blocked from seeing this guy's Facebook account, but he's friends with her on Facebook? Yep, now I'm in Batman detective mode. At that point, I wasn't even trying to deny it. I knew she was cheating on me with this guy. My mission was to find out for how long. And over the course of April and May, that is what I did. You know, I never had any clue the depth of info you could secure from phone, text, and email records up until then. We have a family planned cell phone package and I was able to pull up quite a bit of data. My wife's data history was telling. The two most frequent numbers she had interacted with from October 2019 to April 2020 was my own and a number I'd never seen before. Take a wild guess whose number it was. A quick check on Google and I confirmed it was the dude from the photos who blocked me on Facebook. We'll call him POS because, well, that's what he is. Again, the picture becomes even clearer at this point. But a lot of their messages and texts were disjointed, which meant that she was deleting a lot of them. I knew she was cheating on me with this guy, but nothing in the data could serve as a smoking gun. I needed more evidence. It's at this point that I tell my best friend Oz what I had found. He asked me, did I confront her with what I had? And I said no, because I felt like it wasn't enough. That's when he told me about an app that I could download to apparently spy on her communications in real time. I won't say the name as I don't know the rules on that here. 
Well, I got it installed, synced up with my data plan, and I waited. Within days of doing so, I finally saw it. A text string between the two of them talking about how much fun they'd had the previous night and making plans to do it again that weekend. Boom. Gut punch. To say I was completely devastated was an understatement. I guess that moment counts as my D-Day, and for the next two days after, I was just broken. I actively distanced myself from her those two days immediately after D-Day, which she was noticeably shaking by. She tried to console me and ask me what was wrong, but I brush her off and leave her presence. I couldn't even look at her. This woman, who I gave 23 years of my life to, who I've given everything I could and more to as a husband, and she stepped outside of our marriage for a guy just five years older than our eldest son. By the third day, I wasn't even sad anymore. I was just fuming. I contacted Oz to let him know my suspicion was confirmed, and he asked me had I confronted her yet. My answer was still no, and I told him that instead, I wanted payback. I didn't want to just divorce her. I wanted to destroy her. I wanted to leave her life in a shambles and freaking ruin her. It was going to take time to do so, so I devised a plan. In my readings and research on infidelity, I had seen a quote that resonated with me. That went, the enemy of infidelity is unpredictability, or something to that ilk. That was going to be the basis of my plan. I was going to make her life heck on wheels while also secretly planning my exit strategy. So we're now in early June and I've still got the app installed. Pretty much every night, I'm gathering as much data as I can, seeing their back and forth messages. They're talking like it's a full-blown relationship they're in. Sexting, lovey-dovey romantic stuff, nudes, the whole freaking bag. At that point, I stopped looking at any of it. I was just collecting info and cataloging on my private FPS server. Meanwhile, I start doing things out of the ordinary. I start going out at odd times. I start coming home even later than she does. In her presence, I'm on my phone a lot more than usual. And when she asks, what are you up to? I just simply say, just stuff and put my phone away. I'd also change my login info on everything so she couldn't access any of my stuff. Mind you, for our entire marriage, we'd never hid anything from each other. But right around, I'm assuming the start of her affair, she changed her password on Facebook as well as on her phone, stating, I had to because of the security breaches in recent months. Yeah, really nice cover for hiding your affair from your husband. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com anyway i clued oz in on my plan as well as telling my older and only sister and two more of my closest friends just what was going on These are people I trusted my life and I swore them to secrecy. For context, Oz and I have been friends since we were kids. The other of our friends, Joey and Nina, we've known since high school. Make note of Nina. She comes into play down the road. July comes and my wife is in full paranoia mode now. She's texting and calling me a lot more frequently now, asking me if I'm going to be home when she gets home, when am I coming home while she is and I'm not, asking me what I'm up to, the works. I can see the seed planted in her head the month prior is starting to sprout 
especially in her communication with the pos she's confiding in him her doubts and confusion telling him that i'm getting cold and distant the freaking nerve of this woman in the interim of these interactions with the pos she suggests that maybe they should stop meeting up at our house because she has no idea if i just show up confirming that yes she's had this idiot in my home thanks sue The POS asks her in that specific communication if she was worried about me potentially cheating on her, which actually annoyed her. I can't even begin to describe the level of joy and how many laughs I got out of reading that exchange. My cheating wife arguing with her affair partner over if she's mad her husband could be cheating on her. Oh, the freaking irony. Now, bear in mind, I'm not hooking up with anyone. When I leave, I'm usually at Oz or Joey's throwing back some booze, watching fights and spending time with my bros. Or I'll be at my big sister's house, hanging with her and my brother-in-law, who's like an older brother to me. My sister is 52 and her husband is 58. She had told him about my wife's infidelity, but not of my plan. Couldn't risk it as he's a bit of a blabbermouth. We'll fast forward now to October. That's when things seriously pick up. I've been in my faux affair for three months now and sue is hyper aware of the fact that i'm actively pulling away from her It's been as long as the day I enacted my plan until the day she confronted me October the 20th 2020 that i'd even touched her no hugs no kisses no initiation of intimacy Nothing not like she needed it. She was still freaking the pos just at his place or at motels now So that afternoon she calls me at work which wasn't rare before all this began but certainly hadn't happened in a while and she asked me to come straight home after work saying she had something important to tell you i'm not gonna lie to you all i half believed she was going to come clean about her infidelity but of course she didn't instead i get home to her asking me why i was unhappy with her the freaking nerve she cites the fact that i've been spending way too much time away from home i don't show her any affection anymore and our sex life has completely died she tells me she's worried i'm pushing her away because i was resentful of how she treated me the months i was rehabbing my knee and then came the punchline she freaking asked if i was cheating on her folks i fell on the floor laughing hysterically and when i say hysterically i mean joker laughing gas hysterical on the surface it looked like it was me laughing off the notion of being unfaithful but it was of course actually me laughing at the sheer irony of what was happening in front of my eyes i'm tearing up pounding on the floor in complete hysterics for a good two minutes before i compose myself enough to answer I sit up and look her in the eyes for the first time in months, shaking my head, but I don't give her an answer. I stand up, brush myself off, kiss the top of her head, and go about settling in for the night. Later that night, as I'm in my office, I decide, you know what? Given the brevity of what happened, I wanted to see what she was telling him. So I fire up the app, and sure enough, they're actually texting in real time. She tells the POS, I know he's cheating on me. I asked him tonight and he literally laughed in my face. He fell on the floor and laughed for like five minutes. It wasn't five minutes, obviously. He doesn't even care how I feel anymore. I don't know how or why, but he's gone. I know I've lost him. This is karma. I know it. The smile I had on my face reading that must have resembled the Cheshire cat. She was breaking. 
the POS attempted to console her, saying that if I cared enough for her, she wouldn't have had to come to him to give her what I wasn't giving her. But the tone of her responses told me she was having doubts now. She had the nerve to step out of our marriage because I was unable to fulfill my role as a husband due to a legitimate injury and kept the affair going for at that point nearly an entire year. But the idea of her losing me to another woman was enough to make her waver? What a freaking weakling. And guys, that is going to do it for the end of part one. As I said at the start of the video, genuinely, this story is too long to put in one video. I think the video would be, you know, way over half an hour, which is a little bit too long. So although I don't want to break it down into two parts, I've kind of had to with the story. I have to put it on my channel. It's so good. Um, thank you, OP, for the story and allowing me to, you know, read it out for you guys. But yeah, it's got to be a two-parter. The next part will be coming out in just three hours time. So if you're watching this as it was released on the day, then yeah, you've only got a couple of hours to wait. But if you're watching this a little bit later, then it's actually on screen already. So yeah, go ahead, click it, continue the story and see what happens. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 